Three tips for you to use in your next marathon for guaranteed success. If you're someone who's planning to run a marathon or you're simply interested in the world of marathon running, then you won't want to miss what I have in store for you in this episode. Because in this episode, I'll be discussing, as I've mentioned, the three tips to use in your next marathon for a guaranteed success from a professional running coach that works with clients daily. The three tips are not only going to help you become a better runner, but they will also help you achieve your personal best in your next marathon, guaranteed. This is what I work with daily with my clients. I'm going to pass on my knowledge to you. So stick around to hear more about these three tips and how you can apply them to your marathon training so you can thrive in your next marathon. Welcome to the Run Better podcast with me, Ash Foster. If you want to learn more about how you can run faster, run for longer, run injury free or simply enjoy your running more, I'm here to coach you. I'm a running coach, advanced personal trainer, yoga teacher, mindful life coach. I know from my personal experience of suffering ups and downs throughout my life how movement and nature improves our health. And these episodes are for all levels from couch to 5k through to the experienced marathon runner there are always something we can learn and share with each other. So let's get into this episode. So welcome. Welcome to this episode of the Run Better With Ash podcast, where I'm going to be sharing with you the three crucial tips that will help you succeed in your next marathon your next marathon training, and your next marathon run. So hi, I'm Ash. I'm your personal podcasting running coach, and I'm here to help you run better, obviously, as it states in the title of the podcast. So the marathon, let's have a look what the marathon is, the history of it, and a little bit of details. So the marathon is obviously an extremely challenging endurance event that requires a high level of physical and mental strength. And running a marathon involves covering a distance of 26.2 miles, if you're not familiar with it, which can take several hours to complete. You are literally spending several hours running, which can seem quite daunting. For many people, running a marathon is the ultimate fitness goal, but the reality that it is just not an easy task. It is by far one of the hardest things you can do. And many people who start training for a marathon do not end up completing the training or even getting to the start line. So training for a marathon requires a a significant time commitment as well as a consistent, consistent practice and effort and dedication and many factors that can hinder a runner's progress such as injuries, fatigue or even even personal life circumstances can all mean that you don't get to the start line. The mental and emotional toll of training can be a significant obstacle to overcome. And it's something that, again, I see daily with my marathon clients. Many runners struggle with that self-doubt, the lack of motivation, the mental exhaustion throughout their training that wasn't prepared for that. And this can make it a challenging to stay on track and stay motivated. So I've got a tip for that one as well. So the statistics show that many people who start training for a marathon do not end up crossing the finish line. And in fact, according to some estimates, it's up to 50% of runners who start their training for a marathon may drop out before the event even starts. So before they even get to the start line, 50% of people are dropped out and not even there. 
So this highlights the immense challenge that running a marathon poses and the importance of consistent and effective training. But that being said, it is important to recognize that completing a marathon is an incredible achievement that requires a lot of hard work and dedication and it is totally worth the hard work and dedication to feel that sense of achievement. With the right training plan, the right mindset and the right support around you, anyone can successfully train for and complete a marathon. Because globally, it is estimated that around 800,000 to 1 million people complete a marathon every single year. So if you need help getting you to the finish line, I'm going to do a little bit of a shameless plug. Recruiting a running coach can significantly increase your chances of successfully completing a marathon and completing your marathon training and getting you to the starting line. A professional running coach, like myself, has the knowledge, the skills, and the experience to provide you with the guidance and support needed to help you achieve your marathon goals and get you to the start line. Let's get you to the start line. We've already I'm on the fifth cent there. One of the primary benefits of working with a running coach is that I can provide you with a personalized training plan tailored to your specific needs and goals that's based around your life, that's gonna help you get to that, that start line in peak condition. We can assess your fitness level, your running experience, and any past injuries or limitations to create a plan that is safe and effective and challenging for you. So again, it's gonna get you an optimal peak performance. A customized training plan can help you stay motivated and on track, making it easier to stick to your goals and see progress so it's more tailored to you, it's better for you. Using Google for your training plan is like using somebody else's toothbrush to brush your teeth. It'll do the job. It just won't feel right. It'll just be, ugh, just won't feel right. Additionally, a running coach can provide you with a valuable feedback on your running form, your technique, the pace that you're running at, and we can help you identify the areas for improvement and provide you with tips and strategies to help you become a more efficient and effective runner. Now, this can help you avoid injuries. It will help you improve your running performance and ultimately increase your chances of completing the marathon. So why have you not got a running coach? <laughs> so if you do need a running coach to help you to get to the start line and then to get to the finish line, get in contact with me and I will help guide you all the way to the marathon finish line. Well, I won't actually be there to guide you on the day or do any of the running for you. You'll need to do that bit yourself but I'll get you to the start line in the best possible shape, mentally and physically, that's guaranteed. The three tips, let's skip over that bit now, so we're packed with that running coach bit. Let's go to the three tips that will help you succeed. Let's get into it. These are probably the three most common areas I have to work with on my marathon training clients. These crop up daily, weekly and well, quite common. And the other areas like strength, mobility, recovery, equipment that you're using, training plan, as I mentioned, and all other relevant stuff. There are literally tons of articles that you can find that will give you lots of information about those. So I'm not mentioning any of those in this podcast. These are the three tips I feel are often overlooked and can give you the edge from what I have learned from my coaching experience working with marathon runners. So... Tip number one, strengthen your mind to create positive self-talk strategies 
during the marathon event. And this is something that's quite relevant. I've got a few marathon running clients actually this weekend running and we work on this. Tip one, which is to strengthen your mind to create that positive self-talk strategies during the marathon event is an essential part of marathon running because running a marathon is not only a physical challenge, it is a huge mental challenge. It's common for runners to experience doubts, negative thoughts, and even that physical and mental anguish during a marathon. And this is where positive self-talk strategies can make a significant difference to completing it and not completing it. Positive self-talk involves using encouraging and motivational words to push yourself on during the marathon when you're starting to experience those negativities and the discomfort. When a runner is struggling during a marathon, positive self-talk can help you overcome the negative thoughts, the doubts, help you stay motivated, and it can push you through the physical pain that you're experiencing, push you through the physical fatigue that you're experiencing to get you to the finish line. So by strengthening your mind with positive self-talk strategies before the marathon, you can prepare yourself to face any negative thoughts or doubts that may arise during the event, which they will ultimately, they are going to happen. So let's provide a strategy for that. It helps you to develop a positive mindset and a can-do attitude, obviously, which can make a significant difference in your performance and your ability to complete the marathon. Positive self-talk can help reduce anxiety and our stress levels, particularly during our training and our marathon running. And running a marathon can be an overwhelming experience, but using positive self-talk can help runners focus on the present moment and stay calm and centered so you're aware of everything and you're not getting too caught up in the in the busyness of the mind. Now, Eluard Kipchoge, Kipchoge is the definition of mental strength and he believes that no human is limited. And he repeats this to himself, no human is limited when he's running. He also has a smile on his face. And that's, he has a smile, obviously, that's a nice thing. But smiling has actually a scientific benefit whilst exercising. It has actually been proven and shown to, to reduce the perception of our effort. Now, this makes you think that you are working less by smiling. So you're, you're tricking your body into thinking that you're working less or your mind into working less. So I encourage clients to use mantras when they are running. I also encourage them to meditate and mentally prepare themselves for training the demands of the training, but also on the run, on the day, visualise it. Visualisation is a powerful tool to utilise to create that mental strength. So that's tip one. Strengthen your mind with positive self-talk. Find a mantra that works for you. Find several mantras that works for you. Practice your self-talk during meditation, during your training runs, and maybe even practice visualisation of the actual marathon run on the day before you get there. Now, before I go into tip number two and Number three, I've got something to ask you. Please share the love for this episode by sending it to a friend to help them out. If they're coming up to a marathon, help them out with this. It's a great three tips that are going to benefit them. Like this episode if you're on YouTube, if you're watching it on YouTube. If you're listening on Apple or Spotify, please leave a five-star review. And that's it. That's all I ask. Thanks for sharing. And let's get back into this episode. Tip number two. Run the tangent line to avoid running further than you need to. This could save you up to a half a mile. I've even had clients that have run 0.8 of a mile longer than they needed to because they didn't know what the tangent line was and they didn't run the tangent line. So what is the tangent line during a marathon? 
During a marathon, the tangent line refers to the shortest path that connects two points on a curve. So in the context of a marathon race, it is important for runners to follow the tangent line to avoid running further than necessary. So when you're following, when you're in the marathon and uh, the, you see that tangent line, the designed course usually consists of curves and turns to accommodate, obviously, the terrain and other logistical factors around a city. These curves can cause the distance between the two points on the course to be longer than the straight line distance. So corners particularly are tricky points. So those connecting points, you need to make them as efficient as possible. And that's where the tangent line comes in. The tangent line, however, represents the straightest path between those two points in the curve, ensuring that the, the, the shortest dif- distance is covered. So following the tangent line is vital for several reasons. Distance optimization, as I've mentioned earlier. By following the tangent line, you as a runner can minimise the distance that you need to cover during that marathon event. Because a marathon course is measured precisely to provide an accurate distance, typically 42.195 kilometres or 26.2 miles. And deviating from the tangent line adds unnecessary distance and can be physically and mentally taxing. So you're running longer when you don't need to be, especially over the course of a long race where you're literally on your feet for hours. There's another element, you can conserve energy to that. So when you're running additional distance due to the veering away from the tangent line, that can lead to wasted energy. You're spending more energy, you're running further. So marathon runners aim to maintain a steady pace throughout the race while conserving their energy for the latter stages. So following the tangent line helps you maximise that strategy, conserving your energy by minimising the unnecessary exertion and ensuring efficient use of your stamina, your energy supplies. Also, if you're looking for time, if you're looking for a PB, there's the time management effects to that. Every second counts in a marathon and by adhering to the target, uh, to the tangent line, sorry, you can optimise your time. Running the shortest possible distance of 26.2 miles means that you are reaching the finish line faster. This becomes particularly significant for competitive runners aiming to break your personal record or qualifying times for other races, like I've got a client at the moment who's wanting to qualify for Boston. It's important that he runs 26.2 miles and not 26.4, 26.5. So mental focus. The marathon is a gruelling physical and mental challenge. So staying on the tangent line provides runners with a clear visual reference point of helping you stay focused and maintain that concentration so you can keep that focus on that line. By staying on track, you can reduce the mental burden of navigating unnecessary turns and deviations and allowing you to focus on the performance and that strategy of like, I'm going to stick to that line, that's my strategy, I'm going to follow it. So to follow the tangent line effectively, experienced marathon runners often make use of landmarks if there isn't a tangent line as such, such as cones, sands or weight or markings to guide their path along the curves. They visualise the straightest line between the two points and adjust their position accordingly. You'll see that there's a strategy to the where the elites do it. But proper course management and strategic positioning can make a significant difference in the marathon runner's overall performance. So it's really important that you pick out that tangent line. And most major marathons like London, Boston, Berlin have an actual coloured line on the floor. So if you're in one of those major events, have a look and there is a line on the floor that runners can follow. 
The line is usually blue. So look out for it in your next marathon and try to stick to that line. So number three, the final tip of this episode, tip number three, which is very prevalent, very relevant to marathon runners is have a food and hydration plan that you have tested during your training that works. You have tested, that's the key thing. This is the difference between you staying as fueled as you can until the end of the marathon and then completely hitting the wall and having nothing left and struggling to get to the finish line. So having a well-defined food and hydration plan for a marathon is crucial for maintaining your energy levels, preventing dehydration and optimizing your performance, especially if you're going for those PB targets again. So a tested, I mentioned, a tested and proven plan ensures that runners, you as a runner, have the necessary nutrients and fluids to sustain their body or your body throughout the demanding race. You can sustain that effort. You can get to the finish line. So let's discuss the importance of such a plan and the benefits of testing it during training. Something that I've done recently again with my marathon training clients because sustaining energy levels, maintaining uh, a marathon running pace and an endurance sport such as a marathon places high demands on the body's energy stores. A well-designed full plan provides the necessary carbohydrates to fuel the muscles and maintain the steady energy levels throughout the race. By testing the plan during the training runs, you can determine the ideal timing, when you need to take the food in, what types of foods that work best for your body, helping you avoid any energy crashes, any GI issues and fatigue during the actual marathon event. You can also help provide, prevent dehydration. Hydration is a critical during a marathon to offset the fluid loss through sweat and maintain your proper bodily functions. So developing a hydration plan involves determining the appropriate amount and frequency of the fluids that you intake. During training, runners can experiment with that, with, different, with the different fluid types such as water or sports drinks or electrolyte solutions or caffeine to gauge what keeps you adequately hydrated without causing discomfort or gastrointestinal, issue, gastrointestinal issues. So by fine-tuning your hydration plan, you can minimise the risk of dehydration and its associated negative effects on performance, which are pretty grim, particularly on the brain and the body, just grinds to a halt. Minimising gastrointestinal distress, as I've mentioned several times there, you can do that through proper nutrition and hydration during a marathon. And also, avoiding gastrointestinal problems by testing foods is going to help you be more efficient you can plan that during your training so plan the foods and the drinks that and have a look see what may cause digestive issues such as bloating or cramps nausea or pooing yourself that's that's regular thing with some of my clients so by stand, by understanding how your body responds to some of the different foods and the fluids whilst a demanding running demanding distance of 26.2 miles you can make those necessary adjustments so you can select the options that are tolerated better that would reduce the likelihood of discomfort or disruption during the actual marathon so you can pick out what works what doesn't so the mental preparation aspect of tested food and hydration plan not only benefits the body but also provides that mental reassurance knowing that the plan has been successfully executed during training 
that builds confidence for race day, it eliminates uncertainty, it's about how your body will respond on race day because you're quite confident that you know how it works, your mental preparedness plays a significant role in marathon running as I've mentioned and having a tried and tested plan contributes to a positive mindset. So that helps you enable, enables you to, to focus on your performance. The race day strategy, so implementing a proven food and hydration plan during the marathon allows you to strategize your fueling and hydration based on the race's duration, the course conditions, the course logistics, and you can plan when and where to consume those energy, energy gels, those snacks or the drinks, and aligning them maybe with food stations or specific mile markers, you might want to recruit friends or family to help meet you at certain points along the route. And this strategic approach ensures a consistent intake of nutrients and fluids, maintaining a steady pace and avoiding that sudden energy fluctuations that are going to help, help, that are going to avoid you crashing massively. So summarising tip number three, by experimenting with the different foods, fluids and timing during your training, you can identify the optimal plan that works best for for you and which maximizes your chances of success success on the marathon day on the race day so have you found these tips useful will you implement any of these three tips uh, so don't forget to share this episode with a friend that is about to run a marathon or has got a marathon coming up or maybe toying with the idea give them every chance of success for their next marathon Thanks for listening to this episode. If you're watching on YouTube, give it a like. If you're uh, listening, again, remember to uh, give us a, a five-star review on Spotify or, uh, or Apple, the other one. And thank you for listening. I shall speak to you in the next episode, my fellow runners.